and gentlemen, children of all ages, you are gathered here tonight in this holy cathedral of music, comedy, and infotainment at the dawn of a new millennium to witness a game show like no other. A game show where your fate is decided by a wheel. A wheel that clicks as it spins. A game show where you'll hear stories so shameful they'd make Cosmo blush. A show where you hear songs so hastily composed the batter is still mostly wet. Are you ready to shame, shame that, that too? Well, if you are, please welcome your dowdy co-hosts, Brian Costello and Abraham Wedgies in the locker room or bubble gum in your head. Oh. There's a game show always standing by to take you there. What's it called? Shame that tune. It's your job to spin a yarn. Three minutes flat. Hey, but first you gotta spin the wheel of genres before that. Oh! And in that genre, I'll compose a song. Please don't think me a brat, cause I shame that tune. The crowd will let you know it's good by the noises that y'all make. And then you just might win yourself a gift card or a cake. Oh, either way, feel good about yourself, for goodness sake, you helped us shame that tune, shame that tune, shame everybody and welcome to tonight's Shame That Tune. Uh, my name is Brian Costello. Thank you. Um, tonight, wow. Tonight we pay tribute to the dog days of summer, so this better be good, otherwise we're going to be in uh, the doghouse. <laughs> That's right, Brian. That's right. Hi, everybody. I'm Abraham Levitan. It's our dog-themed show. You can clap for that part. And, and I really hope we're not playing for a rough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to do it. Okay. And, you went and, there. And over here, he comes to us from the Mystic Lotus Center for Positive Visualizations in Santa Frittata del Norte. That is in California. Please welcome the life coach. Hey. Thanks, guys. Now, normally, I like to come out here and say pause and reflect. But tonight, I think it's a little bit more like pause <laughs> and reflect. <laughs> it's like, don't have a cow, man. <laughs> yeah, this is our temp. Uh, he's, he's filling in for our intern who can't come into work today because season three of Mama's Family just came out on DVD and she's got to find out how it ends. So. Yeah, good one, temp. Thanks to you, this introduction has really gone to the dog. 
sorry. Yeah, Temp. Temp, that joke was dog shit. <laughs> When I was, in the, I was in the hospital, I had a CAT scan. <laughs> God. God damn it, Temp. Temp. You're not funny. It's what does that about, have to do with dogs? Oh, it's, what do you... Jesus, You come said on. a CAT scan. God, what's... Gentlemen, you gentlemen, gentlemen. Please, if I may. Temp... Please, stand by my side. I have a life lesson I would like to impart to you, to Brian, to Abraham, to the whole audience. A message as old as time and as profound as the cosmos. You know, they say a dog is a man's best friend, but in my opinion, that distinction goes to the temporary employee. <laughs> they arrive, they do their job, and just when you're about to get sick of them, they're sent packing. Their time is fleeting, and in the break rooms of the world, they exist to remind us that nobody's jobs are safe. But, Aren't we all merely temporary employees in this office park we call Planet Earth? <laughs> Temp, come here, buddy. While your jokes bombed, the valor you displayed in making the effort was duly noted by everyone here in the room. Your spirit is a fleeting beacon that leads us all to the lost puppy within ourselves. And that is why we must all remember to spay and neuter our pets. got a great show for you tonight ladies and gentlemen thanks for coming out let's play some shame that tune okay we're back welcome back to the show um this is our wheel of shame ladies and gentlemen and it's a dog themed shame um yeah let's go through the uh, categories here what do you say uh, abraham what do we got i'd let's love start. to go through the categories with you okay let's let's do this um, pit bull. Pit bull. That sounds more like a breed of animal rather than a performer. Okay. But we'll sounds see what happens. Sounds tough. Uh, oh, tree dog night. Tree dog night. Okay. Very abstract. <laughs> you just Google dog bands and this is what you... It wasn't. I was using my wife's Google. Okay. <laughs> She's one of those Googlers. Yeah, okay. Temple of the dog. Temple of the dog. Okay, religious uh, yeah. incarnation of a dog. Okay. Uh, yes. uh, black dog. Black. Now that I can relate to. That seems like a simple concept. A black dog. A black... <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, hounds of love. Hounds of love. Oh, my. Yeah. Ooh, uh, 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 blues. Bad to the bone. Oh, I, I uh, love the blues. I and love it's the great blues. to have blues uh, on the wheel. I'm in town from a town in the Midwest in Chicago, and I'm here for the blues. And yes. some pizza, and here we are. Right, um, the blues. How much is that doggy? How much is that doggy? Seems like they ran out of space on that car. Yeah. <laughs> in the window. How much is that doggy in the window? In the window. I yes, remember okay. that. Yeah. Yes. That's from my time. <laughs> mine, mine too. Yeah. I don't know why they don't write songs like that, that anymore. That is, that's, you know. Probably the ultimate song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm afraid to even. Uh, Stones, bitch. Stones, bitch. Stones, bitch. Stone. <laughs> 
I don't oh, wait, which one is the group and which one is the song name? Bitch is the band. Bitch it's is the Stones. band. Yeah. And I think I heard the song, song called radio. Stone. Okay. I'm, I'm Stone! Okay. Stone! Stones, I think it's... Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, the same band. They have a song called Meredith Brooks. Is that... <laughs> Okay. I guess you're a fan of that. Or Google is. So you guys are a fan of bitch. You've come to the right show. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. Who whom let the dogs out? Yes. That should have been whom. Whom? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whom. Yeah. Whom let That's the dogs out? That's a misprint. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you're a musician. Okay. What are you? Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I have seen a Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Snoopy, come home. So, I guess it's in that general genre. Peanuts, okay. Great. Question mark. Okay, this is where we take a suggestion from you, the audience. So, uh, maybe you have an idea for uh, a band or a song that's dog-related that might work on the wheel. So, uh, feel free to just shout uh, anything at the top of your lungs. So, if you have something, um, I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. All dogs go to heaven. Bow wow wow. Little bow wow. Uh, <laughs> rap songs with the word bitch in it. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, um, gosh, what you know, ideas? Come on. He had something. Uh, uh, hound dog. Uh, uh, I want to be your dog. I want to be your dog. Um, um, Hootie and the Blowfish. What? Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, well, I, I, as usual, I only heard one thing because I don't hear as well as I used to. I know. This, uh, this is rock and roll life. I it's know. the rock and roll comedy life. Yes. And so we're going to go with Bo, Wo, Wo. Bo, Wo, Wo. <laughs> All right. I hear you seem very excited about that, so uh, that's, that's great. Okay. All right, guys, now that uh, the temp is writing down the category, bo wo wo on the, on the card there. So uh, how about, about uh, oh, wait, before we do that, the timer. Who better to keep time than oh a coach? Oh, my. But not just a coach, a life coach. So when the uh, reader gets around the three-minute mark or when the interview goes around the four-minute mark, he'll let us know by lighting an incense stick. So uh, life coach, what, uh, what aroma, what scent did you uh, pick up today at the uh, dollar store? Uh, Life coach, everybody. Well, Brian, I'm just going to cut straight to the chase today. Mm -hmm. When I think of dogs, I think of Alpo Salisbury steak for toy breeds. That is the scent we have this evening. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Life Coach. So, when the contestants smell the smell of Alpo Salisbury steak toy breeds, uh, that's time for toy breeds. It's time to wrap it up. Wrap okay. it up. Okay. So Nobody let's play. Nobody wants to smell that for very long. No. Right. Right. No, 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 no. Uh, let's play some Shame That Tune. Here we go, everybody. Please give a warm Southeast Noble Square welcome to our first contestant, Liz Malpin, everybody. <laughs> Okay, Liz, give that wheel a spin first. Give that wheel a spin. Audience, shout out what you hope comes up on the wheel. What you... Give it a good spin. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who? Who? Pitbull. Temple of the do Black Dog. Leds. Who wants to get the lead out? It's America. It's what we do. Um, okay, Liz, um, you have three minutes to shame that tune. Here we go. On your mark, get set, shame. All right, so I just moved to Chicago. <laughs> Thank you. End of April, and I got married a week before that in Louisville, Kentucky, which is where I'm from. So I got married, and it was fabulous. It was beautiful wedding, outdoor wedding. Uh, we got pretty drunk, though. <laughs> as you do at weddings. So the next morning is when this all takes place. <laughs> uh, my husband and I were very hungover. 
And we actually got woken up at 8 a.m. by the uh, hotel staff who called us and said, you don't have a credit card on file. And I was like, it's fine, we're gonna pay in cash, who cares? So they called us, we were just up, super hungover, and I had to booze poop. It was time, so we were so drunk. So I went to the bathroom, totally shit, and I clogged up the toilet. So I shut the door because you don't wanna deal with that the morning after your wedding. Uh, you just don't. So then we ordered room service, which is the fanciest thing we've ever done. We're also, uh, keep in mind, we're in a fancy hotel in Louisville. It's called the Sealbach. Uh, I know. Al Capone stayed there. He had some like fancy stuff going on. So we're in this fancy hotel. And I clogged the toilet. They don't have a plunger because it's so fancy. Who needs one? Um, so I clogged the toilet. And my husband, after brunch, says, I have to poop too. So I was like, well, okay, but here's the thing, I clogged the toilet. <laughs> so he decides to poop on my poop. <laughs> and I said, babe, we can just call somebody and ask for a plunger, it's fine. And he says, we don't want them to like see our faces with like what's about to happen. We're not gonna ask for a plunger. So he, he poops on my poop. And we shut the door again. My dress is in there, like all of my belongings are in this bathroom, like with the door shut. <laughs> so we, he poops on my poop, door shut, all my stuff's in there. And like, I just lay down for a while, because I need to. And eventually, after this brunch, I think, ugh, I think I have to throw up. I think, it's, it's gotta happen. So, I don't wanna go in the bathroom because there's piles of shit in there. <laughs> so I decide, well, I'm gonna find a trash can. I'm gonna puke in the trash can. The trash can that I find, because it's a fancy hotel, does not have a liner. It's just a metal trash can. So I puke in the trash can. And it's time to go and I think, well, I'm not just gonna leave a trash can with puke in it. So I'm gonna go in the bathroom. Because <laughs> I have to get my stuff anyway. And I think, I'm going to pour this puke on top of the pukes. So I did. I went to the bathroom, and I poured my puke on top of the poops. Got my stuff and shut the door, all while keeping in mind, thank God they don't have a credit card on file. <laughs> They're not going to charge us for that. So after the day after my beautiful wedding, not even 24 hours as a newlywed. I puked on top of poop on top of poop. <laughs> Liz Malpin, everybody. Please have a seat. Liz Malpin, thank you for sharing your shame with us and uh, disgracing your name in the presence of dozens of strangers. <laughs> And not only that, um, thank you for bringing back that old Shame That Tune chestnut, the puke on poop on poop story. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Liz. Uh, yeah, you got it. It has been a while since I've read it, but is this the kind of behavior condoned these days in the pages of Modern Bride magazine? You know, it's not, but it could be. It could be. Interesting, interesting. I'd, I'd like to get serious here in tone. Um, <laughs> I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I want to know what love is. I know you can show me. So sang the musical combo Foreigner. And by that, what they meant by that is that they wanted to know what love really and truly is, what it is. Love is patient, love is kind, but it is also having to see your loved one's marital dookies. <laughs> and pukies. And even more dookies. You exchanged marital vows, you exchanged rings, but this morning you've described for us, you really showed you, this morning you've described, really showed what love is. And right, answer the question. 
question? Yes, please. Love is puke on poop on poop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing screams lifelong commitment quite like puke on poop on poop. The kind of lesson marital counselors could never impart. <laughs> I guess I'm wondering, do you have any regrets over that evening? Like, I wish I drank more? Um, <laughs> I wish there was even more bodily fluids, anything? Yes, all of that. All uh, of it, more, just more. More drunk. More, more puke. This is a tough question. If you could say anything to that toilet you've hurt with your actions, Elizabeth, <laughs> and I know this is a difficult question, but what would you say if that toilet was right here now? Wow. I'm sorry I didn't call for a plunger. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, Okay, Liz, and, and what, what do you do when you're not defiling uh, honeymoon bathrooms? What, do you, what else do you do? You just moved to Chicago? Is that uh... We just moved here, so... Okay, welcome to our city. Thank you. Uh, hang out with my dog. Okay. A lot. Okay. Welcome to the city. We have lots of plungers, and um, thank you for sharing your shame with us this evening, okay? All right, Liz Malton, everybody. And now in the style of black dog... Here's Liz's tale of shame as sung by Abraham Levitan. Hey, hey, mama said, just got hit, you know, credit card, man, what a bitch. right along. Let's bring up our second contestant. Please give a warm Streets and Sanitation District of Chicago, Illinois welcome to Allison Cuddy. Okay, Allison, give that wheel a spin. Audience, shout out what you want to hear. Oh, who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? I don't mind stealing bread. Oh, yes. Temple of the dogs. Temple of the dogs. Okay, uh, Allison, you have three minutes on your mark. Get set. Shane. Hey guys. Um, well, I'm a little nervous in part because I am very ashamed of this story, but also because I'm the on-call reporter this weekend, so if I have to leave the stage suddenly, <laughs> it's not you guys. It's, uh, anyway, so this is a story from uh, ninth grade, uh, and it was the time when I kind of pulled a Lord of the Flies on my best friend um, with the help of my entire homeroom class. Um, 
A few notes. I mean, there were some mitigating circumstances. I'm not a total bitch. Like, our homeroom was out of 24 students, 22 were female. I don't think I ever got the names of the two guys in that class, although one had a cute haircut. Um, and we uh, kind of, you know, you put all that many girls together and things get a little ugly a little fast. But we also got dumped with the worst teacher in the school, Mr. Craker. Um, he was an aging, sexist, ultra-disciplinarian. He thought that girls should be seen and not heard, and suddenly he had like, you know, 22 of us. So um, he decided to try and lay down the law every morning. We would have to sing God Save the Queen together. <laughs> So I grew up in Canada, it may be clear. And we already had to stand through <laughs> the Canadian anthem, and we were not going to stand for that motherfucking queen. So um, <laughs> try as he might, try as he might, we would not stand, we would not sing. He would yell, scream, plead. Um, finally, one day, he snapped, and he took a yardstick, which was his favorite teaching tool, and he broke it over a desk and it split in half and one piece of it hit one of us in the chest, one of the girls in the class. And it was sort of like, you know, the opening shot of an already entrenched war and we marched down to the principal's office and we told him what an asshole our teacher was and sure enough, Mr. Croker was asked to take a leave of absence after making an abject apology to the class. So, um, you know, yeah, with that victory, uh, we felt like we had to do more. I mean, the bloodlust was up. And so <laughs> my best friend, Kelly, uh, I won't mention her last name. I hope that's okay. Over the summer, between eighth and ninth grade, had turned into a total bitch. And I had had it. Like, she was just mean all the time, yelling at me, calling, yelling me out, things like that. And so I started sort of dropping hints about what a horrible person she was. And slowly but surely, you know, the class smelling blood in the water zoned in on Kelly. And it was sort of subtle at first. You know, we'd do that thing. We'd hang out in a group, be talking, and she'd come up, and everybody would clam up and walk away. But, yeah. And then in about a week, we were just completely ignoring her, the entire class. And she would come up to me and say, what's going on? What have I done? And I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So finally... <laughs> After not too long, Kelly broke down too, just like Mr. Croker, and started crying, saying, you know, what's going on to all of us? Like, basically broke down in the class. And we marched her out into the hallway, cornered her in front of a window. And I mean, okay, this is Canada, so like, there was no killing or torture. <laughs> <laughs> we just were like... USA, USA. <laughs> Why do you think I moved here, Brian? No, um... So we just, she said, why are you all being so mean to me? And we're like, no, you're the mean one. You're the bitch, and we've had it up to here, and you need to do this and this and this, otherwise you're out of our class. So she kind of wised up and started acting nice again, but she and I never really became friends. Our friendship did not resume. The class welcomed her back in the fold, but... Um, we kind of went our separate ways. She started dating a guy whose only significant feature was that he owned a waterbed and <laughs> they got married and they moved to Texas and I've never heard from her again. Allison Cuddy, everybody. Let's wait for the attempt here. Um, Allison Cuddy, thank you so much for sharing your shame with us and revealing a truable, truly horrible chapter of your past that your loyal listeners never knew about you until, <laughs> until now. It's true. Welcome to the hot seat, Allison Cuddy. As an interviewer, it is always a pleasure to see my fellow interviewers become the interviewees. <laughs> now you get to see how the other half lives, you grade nine mean girl. Before we discuss your role in driving a teacher into a downward spiral of madness and despair while <laughs> pulling a Judas Iscariot on your best friend, um, you, um, you now cover uh, arts and culture for WBEZ, uh, Chicago, Illinois Public Radio. Okay. Um, uh, I'm more of a loop man myself. But, uh, now, I know this is going to be a difficult, 
a difficult question, Allison, but if you had to pick just one, which would you pick? Arts or culture? Don't make me do that, Brian. Could ask the audience, uh, who likes arts? Arts. 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 Culture. Okay, guys, take it outside. Take it out on uh, Wabansia there, and we'll settle it like men. Okay. Um, interesting, because uh, before we get, uh, I, I want to get to your story. There's something I wanted to ask you, because we don't get uh, you know, uh, uh, people from WBEZ often on their show. Um, you're one of the brightest luminaries of Chicago Public Radio, in my opinion. Probably others, if I do say so myself. Um, there's this ad campaign now in which Chicago Public Radio is asking its listeners to make love to one another and have babies. <laughs> so the unborn generation will get to hear stuff like uh, hover car talk or um, scorched prairie home companion. Um, a little quiet day in Lake Wobegum. Um, my question is, um, what of those listeners who are unable to find a suitable mate? Should they patronize the local sperm banks? What do you think? I feel like you should come work for WBEC. You've got a lot of great ideas. We're kind of at a loss for them. Yeah, you want to come? Work? Business handshake. You hired me? I'm on. I could do this. I have so. no power, of course. <laughs> fake handshake. It's a mean Mr. Emmanuel. No, um, uh, okay, but on to your shameful story. Whatever, whatever, be, okay, what came of the teacher? Did he get his life back together? In, uh... Yeah, it turned out he was actually kind of a nice guy. He, it was a, it was a teachable moment for him. Okay. Mr. Teacher, yeah, and he, he, he did just really come loved back. Canada, and he just. <laughs> he said he'd been horrible, and he, okay. you know. So he, he learned from his mistakes, and your best friend. He embraced women. No. Okay. Okay. Not, not, a not that way. You <laughs> dirty-minded sons of... Um, was, this, was this moment, these, uh, the wonder years, if you, was this the impetus that sent you fleeing to the welcoming arms of freedom in the United States of America? I think in part it's true. In part, yeah. 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 Okay, great. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad you uh, didn't get the beeper going off. To, there wasn't a five-alarm fire somewhere to cover or whatever. Um, what stories are coming up for uh, Weekender and all that? Or what do you have coming up? Uh, <laughs> what stories do you have coming up now? I'm going to switch to that now. Um, <laughs> um, that's a good question. I actually... Don't know? I don't know. I, I've been filling in for Jerome McDonald. On okay. okay. Awesome guy. So, yeah, I've been off the arts and culture beat. So if you have any ideas, like maybe shame that too. Okay. Um, I'm art and he's culture. So... It's our comedy, the arts right. and culture. Right. That's right. Um, Rolls off the tongue. Yep. <laughs> well, that would we'd we'd love to do that. So thank you for asking. Uh, so I got a job out of this interview. Uh, that's great. And um, <laughs> anybody else looking for a job? <laughs> Allison, thank you so much for being here with thank us you. and sharing your thank story. You. Uh, it's great to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Allison Cuddy, everybody. And now in the style of. Temple of the Dogs, here's Abraham Levitan. My classroom, mostly girls, it was Mr. Craig's Yeah. 
broken, he deserved it, yeah. He was too patriotic and maybe a pervert, yeah. But Kelly felt shameful, it started out perfect, but ended clumsy. Allison Cuddy. We hope you're having fun uh, on the show. All right. Let's let's talk before we move on here. Social networking. You heard of it? Oh my god! I'm all <laughs> over fun. it. I love it's it. It's fun. <laughs> Cats. Um, uh, 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 Twitter. We are on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. I love it. It sounds funny to say, but everybody's doing it. So everybody's let's say it. Doing it. Let's say it. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> um, you can follow Very us on funny. Twitter. We get up all kinds of stuff on there. We hashtag and we talk about things. Right. In uh, 150 right. characters or less. And, yeah. and it's really easy to follow. It's not shame that too, and it's shame that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. It's fun. We, we have it. fun. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, look, what, how are we doing? How many followers? How many people are following us uh, in the Twitter sphere? Well, you know, we didn't have a show last month. Yeah, so, so we probably so lost a few. the last time that we updated yeah. this number yeah, was, was back in June. Way back in June. When we had, yeah, I mean, 57 followers. <laughs> I mean, pretty good. I mean, that's, that's a fuckload of people, but... Yeah, we're not we're not braggers, right? No, no, let's you know, keep it humble. So two months later, two months have gone okay. by. Explosive media attention. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How are we, we doing? We now have fifty-two. <laughs> so for two months off, that's not bad. We almost bad. didn't lose anybody. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, yeah. Get into fall, back to school, college kids. We're going to yeah. reach out to you, okay? So, yeah. uh, Well, that's our motto is fall into Twitter. Fall into Twitter. That's fall right. Into Twitter. Fall into Twitter. Yeah. Here we go. We love so, it. So uh, thanks to the, the 52 of you, if you're here, any of mm. you are here. If not, uh, mm. feel free to follow us and see what hijinks we get up to on mm. shame that tweet. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's bring up our next, our third and final contestant, Okay. Give a uh, warm Elston and Wabansia welcome to Maggie Iwanicki. Give that wheel a spin, Maggie. Here we go. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Who wants us to spin the wheel again? Not fans of the band Bitchin' here. Okay, let's give that wheel a spin. Cook County flim flammery, but that's okay. We'll, we'll take it because we're in Cook County, okay? That's our home. Uh, that's where we live. So, Maggie, uh, you have three minutes on your mark. 
Get set. Shame. Okay, so my freshman year of college was spent at a UC school, but then I promptly moved back after that first year. So a couple years after I moved back, I decided this I decided to have this really elaborate trip where I would go visit all of my friends in different parts of California. It was a two-week trip, and it was going really, really well, except for I, even to this day, always have gastrointestinal problems when I travel, invariably. It's like, first four days, uncomfortable, can't shit, whatever. You know, you keep going, it's totally fine. Day five, weird. Day six, super uncomfortable. Day seven, every single time I move my trunk, there's like really acute pain everywhere. So like, day eight, I think I have a medical problem. Day nine, I was actually going down from Santa Barbara to Los Angeles. My friend had a new studio apartment. She had moved to LA, tons of friends in LA, and had planned to have like this pre-game party at her apartment, and then we would go out afterwards. So all of her friends are coming over. These are a mix of people that I've met and have not met. And before they were about to come over, I was like, Claire, I've got to go to the drugstore. Like, I, the whole party was based around us drinking 40s. And I was like, I'm at fucking capacity. Like, I can't, I can't put a 40 in anything right now. It's not happening. Like, something's got to move. So anyway. So I was like, all right, we're at the drugstore. And in my head, I was like, laxatives? Like, no way, because I'll take those, and maybe something unpredictable and potentially embarrassing will happen. So I was like, fuck it. Let's pull the ass trigger, like, Enema, self-administered enema, like let's do it. So, get it. And we go back to her studio, her studio apartment. As soon as we're pulling up, her friends start pulling up. And I was like, this is fine, we'll handle this. The way that her studio was laid out, she had like one big room in the front that had like her bed and living room, kitchen, and then just behind the wall of the back wall of the kitchen was like this changing area that had a sink and a shower, and then the toilet was in this like closed off door room. So I was like, Claire, just don't let anyone back here. Like, I'll be in the little toilet room doing my thing. Just don't let anyone back here. And she's like, that's fine. Go in the back. First of all, do you guys know like what involves, what's involved when you give yourself an enema? So let me just really quickly go over that. You have to get down on all fours and then stick a, a douche. Everybody needs to take notes, uh, feel free. <laughs> You have to like stick an, it looks like a douche bag, not that I would know what a douche bag <laughs> looks like. And then you literally put it in your asshole and like squeeze water, then you have to clench your butt and then you have to run to a toilet and like wait for everything to just whoosh. So anyway, I tried doing this in like the, the toilet room. People are over by the way, people are drinking 40s in the living room and I was like, they're not gonna come back here, like whatever. If people hear me shit at this point, like congrats will be had all around, like I don't care. But I'm in this little tiny bathroom, and I'm like, I can't actually get down on all fours. And I have, like, legs, like, in walls. It's like, this isn't happening. Like, I got to go out in this changing room, and I've just got to fucking do it, because <laughs> I was in pain. So, so I got out in the changing room. <laughs> I was wearing a hoodie, no pants. Because <laughs> bottom naked is what this called for. I'm down on all fours, like, I assume position. Stick the thing in my... Oh, God. Stick the thing in my ass. <laughs> And I start the process. And I was like, holy fucking shit. I can like hear people partying. So I'm like looking down, you know, it's like by feel at this point. And then I look up and to the right and there's a full fucking length mirror in the corner. And I was like, all right, I look at it. I can see everyone in the room. And I was pretty sure the way that mirrors work, like if you can see them, they can see you. So I was like, I can't stop right now. Like, it takes a good couple minutes to get all of the liquid in there, in there. And I was like, well, maybe they're not paying attention. But then I make eye contact with someone in the room through the mirror. And he looks and he looks away. And then he looks and looks away. And he keeps like giving like these glances. Like he's looking at me while I'm doing it. And I'm just like stunned. Like, this is just happening. That's not the worst part. The worst part is that now I know that people can see this. This dude especially, I'm making eye contact with. You have to get up, hold everything in while shit's still kind of coming out sometimes, make your way to the bathroom, and then do all that half butt naked with a hoodie on. Did that. I'm pretty sure everyone could see it. But it worked, which was the good news. But then, I went outside, pants on this time, Pretended like none of it happened. <laughs> Didn't say one word about it. Sang karaoke at this weird brass monkey place. 
like it was my job, and now I don't fear anything in the entire world. So, Maggie, you and Nikki, everybody. Maggie, thank you so much for sharing this wondrous tale of hope and discovery. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. Um, I'm sorry, we have to go to the lightning round. We're running on time, so I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Just answer them as quickly as possible, okay? Uh, yeah. Here we go. Okay, question one. Is it better to get the name brand enemas at Walgreens, or are you better off getting the Walgreens generic brands? You know, the nice brand enemas. Generic always. They're FDA regulations. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is it worth the extra money to buy the seventh generation brand enemas at Whole Foods? Because you don't want to leave your great, 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 great grandchildren with the burden of cleaning up your discarded enemas. I don't trust Big Pharma. Always go organic. Yes, enemas. organic enemas. A related note here favorite brand of perfume? DiGiorgio, those mock. <laughs> the sprays. Okay. From the 90s. 90s. Favorite? CK1. <laughs> CK1. Calvin Klein Uno. Uh, favorite air freshener scent? Linen. Okay, we'll accept that. Or Vanilla Meadows. Vanilla Meadows. Tough break, Maggie. Um, road and tracker, car and driver, which magazine is best at chronicling the dreams and aspirations of the automotive lifestyle? Wait, which? What were the choices? Road and track or car and driver? Road it? Road and... Road and track. That one. Road and track. Ro road and track. <laughs> car, corn driver. Corn driver. <laughs> Audience, who likes rodent track? Okay, who likes corn driver? <laughs> Illinois, yeah. All right, favorite New Yorker short story? Anything by fucking that dude. Okay, we will accept that. Uh, we could also accept the one about the middle-aged guy going through a divorce. Okay. Um, a 90s song you often get stuck in your head. Every single one, eat, wait, the one that's, I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the, the leg that rub would leave me empty inside, whatever that one. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, oh, I'm going to have that one stuck now, but I often get, um, mine is, it's good, oh, wah, 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 it's good. Better than Ezra, ladies and gentlemen. Better than Ezra. It's better than Ezra. Ezra's like, oh, you know, um. Um, uh, uh, best thing about street festivals? The best thing. I mean, you know, the best thing about, we live in this wonderful city. Beer. The, the beer. Beer. The um, there's a lot. The $7 Coors Light, the bro dudes everywhere, the Cub fans slumming it up south of Fullerton, the, the cavernous sound, the puddles of vomit on the sidewalk, the millions of dollars of tax revenue it generates for the city of Chicago, whose leaders will, without a doubt, spend it in a prudent and a responsible manner that will benefit... <laughs> All the citizens of the city, no matter where they live, it's tough. So many choices. So many choices. <laughs> yes. yes. Favorite form of exercise besides, of course, reps with the enema? Curves. Curves. Women's. Okay. Curves. Exercise. <laughs> Whatever they do there. Okay. I go to the gym to watch TV. It's okay. 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 And uh, 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 what do you do these days, Maggie? Uh, you're in med school, is that right? I and am. Okay. I am. So I, I, you know, that the animal was just like a stepping stone to Fear. medical procedures. Yeah. Turds, whatever. Turds. But I'm going to specialize. I'm going to be a term. turd doctor. <laughs> you guys are like, stop with the medical ease. I'm sorry, but you know, um, turdies. Uh, okay. Well, uh, thank you, Maggie, so much for sharing your shame with us tonight. Maggie, oh, Nikki, everybody. And in the style of Who Let the Dogs Out by the Bahama Men, Abraham Levitin. California, oh, hey, oh, my GI tract was all backed up, oh, hey, oh, nine days without any progress, oh, hey, oh, one more 40 would crack me up, oh, hey, oh, at the drugstore bought me a home kit, oh, hey, oh, needed privacy in the back room, oh, hey, oh, the apartment filling up with the people, oh, hey, oh, found the position I had to assume, oh, hey, Please let the logs out. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
lockdown. Gazing at strangers in the mirror. Oh, eh, eh, oh, eye contact was made with a dude. Oh, eh, eh, oh, the operation was successful. Oh, eh, eh, oh, and an evening of partying ensued. Oh, eh, eh, cause I've got the logs out. Ooh, 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 ooh. I've got the logs out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know I've got the logs out. Ooh, 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 ooh. I've got the logs out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Abraham Levitan, Maggie, you and Nikki. And now it is time to determine who really and truly most shamed that tune. Contestants, please approach the front of the stage, a.k.a. the antechamber of shame. Well, well, well. Three contestants stand before me, but only one will win our grand prize. As part of the winner's prize package, tonight's champion will receive $150,000 from GoBank, the award-winning new bank account made to be used on a mobile phone, $50,000 of next-generation technology from HP and Intel to help enable their creativity and launch their new business, a year's supply of resource natural spring water and an all-expense-paid luxurious spa retreat for two to the exotic Sybaris in Northbrook. A chance to design and sell an exclusive collection at Belk. A complete sewing and crafting studio from Brother Sewing and Embroidery. A fashion spread in What's Up magazine. A 2014 Lexus IS350. A $100,000 fabric allowance from Tide Pods to inspire fashions that truly pop. And a $50,000 styling contract from L'Oreal Berwin. It is a prize package worth more than half a million dollars. And the model paired with the winner of Project uh, Shame That Tune will receive a fashion spread in What's Up magazine and $25,000 from L'Oreal Berwin. Uh, the checks did clear from Elmer's Bratwurst, but I don't think we... That's not true, is it? Uh, I, I think it was for about $12. Okay, the 12 yeah. We do have, we, that's not true, but we do have some wonderful uh, uh, gifts for all of you. So thank you for playing. <coughs> so the, uh, the winner shall be determined by audience applause as measured by our temp. If you believe Liz most shamed that tune, applaud now. Two fans, Liz, for sure. <laughs> Audience, if you believe Allison Cuddy most shamed that tune, applaud now. You, the people, if you believe Maggie, you and Nikki most shame that tune, applaud now. Hey! 
Well, well, well. A most difficult decision awaits myself and the judges with whom I shall now confer to determine who really most shamed that tune. Oh my gosh, this is a very difficult decision to make because all three contestants were really fucking great. So let's hear it for everybody. It was a most difficult decision, but now we must award our third prize winner on tonight's shame, that tune. <sighs> Allison Cuddy, you're our third prize winner on tonight's shame, that tune. journal that says snap and has a picture on it so you can take that with you when you're journaling and you win a cookie but that's not all that's not all Allison um, you know a lot of times people are on this show they get third and they're like ah fiddlesticks I got third and um, uh, uh, to make you feel better uh, we're gonna uh, this is a uh, we're gonna present to you an awkward networking moment from the temp here we go temp take it away and you gotta keep putting yourself out there you know the economy is tough now um, Meet up with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a lot of a lot of connections. Um, if you have a card, I don't know if you're a card person. Uh, I'm kind of a card person. I have a lot of cards. If you want to get some, uh, I have a crewmate in her wallet. If you want it, and I think we just need to hit the pavement. We need to put her out there. We're gonna we're gonna do it, and no one can tell us no. Allison Cuddy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. It's time to award our second prize winner on tonight's Shame That Tune. Liz Malpin, you're our second prize winner tonight. Shame that tune. Liz, you win uh, a nice journal, a nice lovely journal um, for to scribble your thoughts in and uh, a, a cookie. And uh, not only that, uh, also people get second. They're like, God, ah, gosh darn it, I got second. Uh, to pick you up, lift your spirits, I'd like to present uh, some words of affirmation from the life coach, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, well. Here we are of all these people judging us. Let us first look to the bright side of things. While you wasted less than 24 hours to get to the bottom of the barrel in terms of better or for worse in your marriage, you also didn't have the worst poop story here, which... So that's pretty good. Also, you didn't have to grow up in a third world country like Canada. Ooh. Ooh. On the bright side of things, you and your husband have a deep emotional bond. Something that says, hey, we're both disgusting pig people. I'm glad we found one another. If only we could all be so lucky. Thank you for joining us. Who's mouthing everybody? 
time to award our grand prize winner on tonight's Shame That Tune. <laughs> Maggie, you're making our prize winner on Shame That Tune. All right. T-shirt. Show the nice people the T-shirt there. Look at that. I won big on Shame That Tune. You wear that to the hospital, you're getting some respect. But that's not all, Maggie. No, no. Inside that envelope is a ticket. Two free tickets to the hideout show of your choice. There you go. Yes. Congratulations, Maggie. Maggie, our grand prize winner on tonight's Shame That Tune. Let's hear it for all our contestants. They were uh, incredible tonight. Allison and Liz and Maggie. Thank you to the temp. Thank you to the life coach. Amy and Julia at the hideout and everyone at the hideout for letting us do our little show here. Abraham Levitan on the piano. And my name's Brongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongorongor
Thanks, everybody. See you next month. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Have a great night.